This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 113 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's topic is sponsored by Equestrian Collections. For the whole world of equestrian shopping at your fingertips at a price you can afford at equestriancollections.com. Enjoy today's tip. Well, I am Glenn the Geek from Lexington, Kentucky, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. I certainly hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas time. I know I did, visiting family and friends for, for the long weekend. It was absolutely wonderful. It's good to be back talking to you again here on the Horse Tip Daily Show about all things equine. And I also, also want to mention that this week we are going to have another shortened week because of the next holiday, New Year's. We will be uh, putting out shows Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on Horse Tip Daily. All the other shows on the network will come out on Thursday. So we won't miss any this week, that's for sure. We have never missed any, actually, in the over year that we've been doing all the different shows on the Horse Radio Network. We've never missed one episode, and we're rather proud of that. So Horse Tip Daily, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week, and then Monday, the 4th, January 4th, 2010. That's just kind of unbelievable. Uh, January 4th, 2010, we'll be back with five shows a week again at the beginning of the new year. And uh, early Happy New Year to everybody. Be safe this week. It's one of those weeks. So please be safe in, in your car while driving, as well as on your horse. Well, today we have back with us Megan Aro. Megan is one of the leading authorities on animal massage in the country. She wrote the book, The Horse Lover's Guide to Massage and The Dog Lover's Guide to Massage. She's a licensed massage practitioner for animals and people and a professional educator with a master's in teaching degree from Seattle University. And you can find all of Megan's past tips. She's done a number of them, I think five or six. You can go to Horse Tip Daily on the left-hand side. Just search on the drop-down menu by expert, and you'll see all of her tips in one place. She's really the massage expert here on the Horse Radio Network. And we'll get back to Megan shortly. But first, I have to speak to you about Equestrian Collections and some of the huge end-of-the-year sales they have going on. Visit Equestrian Collections now at equestriancollections.com to check out the fantastic specials at up to 70% off. Fantastic sale prices can be found on many name brands, including Mountain Horse. You'll find Mountain Horse jackets, shirts, hats, and gloves on sale now while supplies last. See sale details on the website at equestriancollections.com. And a very happy new year to everyone from Equestrian Collections. Well, Megan, welcome back to the Horse Tip Daily Show. We appreciate you being here, and it's always fun to talk to you. Thanks, Glenn. Yeah, I'm happy to be here again. We're going to we talk. We always talk about massage, and of course, you have the you've written a couple of books uh, about massage, and you also have the website allaboutanimalmassage.com. dot com. Mm-hmm. So, we're, are, what are we talking about today? It's always an adventure. Today, we're going to talk about uh, tail tail pulls and tail lifts. Okay. Tail lifts. Um, the and by tail- the way, this is an area that horse husbands don't like to go. <laughs> okay, anything involving the tail, we don't like to go there. So I'm just warning you ahead of time, I'm a horse husband. Well, sometimes that's just a smart thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for for most horse husbands, we shouldn't go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, a lot of uh, horse owners, I think, have come across, either done it themselves or seen people doing tail pulls. Yeah, yeah. And so there's 
just some do's and don'ts I wanted to um, have people keep in mind. Yeah, because it has to be. It, then, it does have to be a little bit dangerous if you do it wrong, huh? Yeah, it's well. It's not so much a question of whether you're doing it wrong um, as just reading your horse's behavior to start with. Usually, if it's going to be more a matter of them not wanting you back there and touching their tail or being there in general because they don't trust you or they're nervous. Or so it's more of a timing issue than a... Uh, it can be more of a timing and yeah. behavior issue to be aware of. Right. I mean, if your horse is fine with you in that area with grooming and such, they're probably okay with the tail pulls, but there are a couple, I think, very important things still to keep in mind as far as your risk of okay. you know, getting hurt. So your risk of getting hurt, it's mainly about reading your horse's body language and don't go there if your horse is giving you any indication that they're feeling a need to defend themselves. Um, but then assuming that it is okay, um, yes, standing directly behind them and facing their hind end, as many people apply the tail poles, is certainly a much riskier position to be in. Um, you're going to tend to be right at the distance where the kick's going to hit you most powerfully and it's going to, you know, kick you possibly in the stomach or the ribs or someplace very, you know, vital. Mm -hmm. um, so there is an option for doing the tail pull from the side. If you just um, stand with your side, um, you'd be facing uh, away from, the, or you would be facing the high away from the hind end of the horse, even, you know, beyond the tail. Right. So, for so instance, you're facing the opposite the of the head. You're looking at... Exactly. The, yeah, okay. Yeah. So if I'm on the horse's left side, I would stand facing away from the horse's head with my left side right against their left yep. leg. Yep. And I can um, be relatively safe there. But again, you still have to watch that body language that the horse, the signals the horse is sending you. Um, and assuming they are giving you good go-ahead signals, that's that's going to be a relatively safe place to stand then. Um, and then you can, with that hand um, closest to the horse, hold the tail and just pull a little bit out and down. So you're applying a, a slight traction, pulling out and down towards the ground, the direction that the tail comes out of the body. Um, and it can be a pretty easy, you don't have to put your full weight into it. That's one of the things is about the tail pulls. And any anytime you're applying traction, is that actually a gentle traction maintained for several minutes is going to have better effect than a strong tail pull. Um, okay. be just because of the, the way the connective tissue responds to pressures, uh, the connective tissue in the body. So, um, so a sustained gentle traction is going to have much more beneficial effects for your horse. Okay than a strong pull. So what, what does it do? What does it do for the horse? Um, well, it is a, a good uh, stretch into their spine because the tail is, is a direct link, part of, part of the spine, the end, very end of the spine. It's not where the spinal cord is. Uh, the spinal cord ends up more in this uh, segment of the spine that's up in the, at the top of the rump. But there are nerves still coming out further back, and then the vertebrae and the connective tissue that link like a necklace laid out flat. Okay, yep. Um, the tail is a handle, a handle into the spine. 
also when you apply a sustained gentle traction from the tail, that stretch through the connective tissue does travel, can travel all the way to the horse's head huh. if it's sustained and, and gentle enough that, um, that the horse's body isn't guarding against it. Right. Um, so it can be, you know, a fair amount of pressure and there's, you're not necessarily going to hurt your horse. If you take up the traction slowly and release it slowly, that's very important. If you do those two things, you can get to a point of a fair amount of traction without hurting your horse. Um, but you may or may not need that much pressure. Okay. So anyway. The, is, this, is this one you would say if you have any doubts at all, don't do it? Yeah, I would. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I would say if you have any doubts at all, if you have any doubts at all because your horse is giving you some unhappy signals about you doing it, then definitely don't do it for safety reasons. Or and if you don't also, feel comfortable doing it yourself. If you're just not sure about yourself, then a great way to do it will be either, well, eventually I'll have to have a YouTube video on that too. But um, you can uh, certainly read more about it in a book, and then you might that might give you enough to be comfortable about it. Or you can take a class. Or you can hire a professional massage therapist to come and work with your horse. Now, is this something and you do on a regular basis with horses? or? I, I do. I, not a lot, but I, I do. I'll tell you what I do more often is the tail lifts, okay. which is simply massaging gently at the base of the tail on one side or the other. And you can even actually not really massage, but just have your hands there and hold the muscles right to the side of the base of the tail. Okay. And wait for your horse's tail to lift on its own. It's a release of those muscles and a relaxation response. And usually they'll pass some gas at the same time. <laughs> this is all why but, horse um, husbands don't go to this end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it really helps their nervous system, their relaxation and their spine. Um, a lot of horses you'll see will hold their tail to one side. Mm -hmm. And that can often be... Um, improved with um, chiropractic and or massage because it often is a sign that something is contracted. Well, it is a sign that something's contracted um, on, on one side more than another, pulling the tail to one side. Whether it, you know, whatever is the reason why it started that way, that could vary from horse to horse. Okay, cool. Well, that's great, and you know, you can find out, out a whole bunch more about Animal Massage at uh, Megan's website at allaboutanimalmassage.com, and you have your book there as well, which is for sale right now, right on the website there, correct? Yes. And you have two yep, books, horse actually. Horse Guide to Massage. Mm -hmm. You have a book on uh, Dog Lover's Guide to Massage, and that's everything you want to know about massaging your dog, and then also the Horse Lover's Guide to Massage, and they're both on sale now and would make great holiday gifts, we might add. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Always. So uh, pick up a couple for your friends for Under Their Tree this year. So that's all about AnimalMassage.com. Well, thank you, Megan. We look forward to talking to you again. All right. Thanks, Glenn. Until next time. Well, thanks to Megan for joining us again. It's always nice to speak with her and learn a little bit about animal massage. I know I certainly enjoy my massages that I get once a month and highly recommend it to everybody for yourself as well.
Don't forget, you can check out all the other great shows on the network at horseradionetwork.com. Send me an email at glenn with two ends at horseradionetwork.com, and I'd love to get your feedback on the shows. And and uh, Happy New Year, everybody. I'll say that a couple two more nights as we have two more shows coming up here, Tuesday and Wednesday, and then we'll be off until Monday, and then starting five days a week again on Monday. Well, I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone.